Good evening. Well, it's uh, 
Try the mic out, make sure it's a bit loud, isn't it? Need a sound engineer. <laughs> Great, thank you. Well, I want to encourage you all tonight, and that's my job as a partly a pastor, but also my my own person is a person that likes to lift people up and encourage. And that's what I want to do tonight and um, try and take you to a deeper level. Brought some that's resonating in my heart. I've been listening to this a while. There's a great guy I'm listening to at the minute. And um, he's just so wonderful and powerful. And I'm not saying I can bring it tonight, anything like that. It's going to be quite quick, but uh, I'm not apologizing. But, you know, this, this is not my first job. I'm doing my best, but thank you for your grace tonight. But I hope it encourages you, as I say, and takes you to a deeper level. So here we go. So I want to talk to you tonight about the divine law of attraction. In Exodus, it says to uh, 23 to 25, and it came to pass that in process, in the process of time that the king of Egypt died and the ch children of Israel sighed by reason of bondage and they cried. And their cry came unto the Lord by reason of bondage and God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And God looked upon his children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. And then in 8, 1, 2, it says in Deuteronomy, All the commandment, commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that you may live, multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 days, sorry, 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart. And in verse 3 it says, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thy knewest, knewest not, neither did your fathers know, that he might make thee known that man does not live by bread only, exactly, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. And in verse 18 it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto your fathers, as it is this day. And in verse 12 to 14 it says, Lest then thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses 
and dwelt therein. And then thy herd and thy flock multiplied. And thy silver and gold are multiplied. And all that thou hast is multiplied. And thine heart is filled and lifted up. And thou forgot the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And in Luke 5, 20, 29, it says, The Levites made him, this is Jesus, a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans and others that sat down with them. But the scribes and the Pharisees murmured against the disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with publicans and sinners? And Jesus answered and said unto them, It's the divine law of attraction. He said, They that are all need not a physician but they that are sick. I come not to call on the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. So where does that all fit in and glue together? I'm going to make it clearer for you now, but thank you for your patience. You know, we have a few questions. What does it take for God to move from omnipresent to manifest presence? What does it take for God to move from invisible to tangible? Could we say a good band? Thank you, Jimmy. A great song. Great music. Is it a tingling? Is it a feeling? And all this is great. But what moves God? is when his people have a need, a need. It's quite simple, isn't it? A need, a sinner needs, a broken person needs. We know people want the things and that they pray about it, but when, when they are desperate, and their need is so great, they cry from the heart. Then God will answer their cry. And it was when I cried from my heart, didn't know anything about God or anything. He answered my need because I cried with a deep cry from my heart. And he answered. It's just as easy as that. You know, let's look in the Bible at the lady with the issue of blood. We all know the story. But did you know that she crawled on the floor through all the muck and the dirt and the spit? Everybody was probably kicking her at her and stuff, and she had to fight. She was desperate. Just so she could touch the hem of his garment. And she cried in her heart, 
if I could just touch him, I would get the answer that I need. You know, what was God's answer to the Apostle Paul when he cried, speak to me, O Lord, and the Lord said, no, because you might forget me. He left him in the need. It's no good to just come to church and sit in the same seat, all quiet, with just a little smile every week and expecting God to show up. And we know in Scripture that it says he'll never leave us or forsake us. But what does it take for him to manifest his presence? A happy smile on your face saying, oh, this is nice. Or do we really have a need? You know, he's going to pass you right by if you just sat there with a smile. He's going to go for that person with a desperate need, with a cry from the heart. They will get down on the floor when they have a need. They will shout and scream. They will cry from their hearts. Oh, Lord, I need it. I need something today, Lord. You know, God knows that we all have a need. But we all should be honest about it. And there's only one thing that can draw the power of God into this place. And it's a need. It's a cry from the heart. It's not enough for us to believe in God to love God and it's not enough for us to want God you know when revival breaks out and we all shout and scream and we all decide that we have a need we need God we can't live without him we have a need we just got to get you Lord we can't move without you. When we lead with that level of desperation and we say, if God doesn't help me, I'm just going to be a dead duck. God is not drawn to full. He has a built-in radar for those who are empty, those who have a need, because of the divine law of attraction. He's attracted to the empty. He's not attracted to what's right, but what's wrong. He's not attracted to what's fixed, but to what's broken. It says in Gen uh, Genesis 1, in the beginning, the earth was without form and void. And God said. He spoke and he filled that void. So when we are worshipping and we're getting a funny feeling, don't stop there. Ask God. Just 
speak to you, telling you of a need, and he will answer. He will be there for you. Just quite short. I didn't want to go on too much about this tonight, but we have some great prayer points, and we're going to do some more worship now. And if you want to just cry from your heart for a need, you know, it's difficult to be honest when we're in church and we've got a problem or um, whether we call it sin or just not got there yet, whatever. There's not many people we want to really share our personal things with because we're embarrassed. We think they're going to judge us and call us and hold it against us, whatever it is. But it's only when we're honest and we say, I've examined myself, Lord, and I know I'm failing. I know I need to do some more. You know, it even says, go to the elders and be honest and tell them your sin, and you'll be healed, you'll be forgiven. But it's difficult. You know, if you've had a bit of road rage, but if you don't internet site, five hours a night, it's hard to, you know, put your hand up to that. But you could say, oh, I've been doing road rage this week and I had an odd smoke or an odd can of beer. You know, we're not a judging church, but some churches are. We're a loving church and we want to help everybody. We want to pray. But we have to be honest and we have to examine ourselves. So when we pray some more beautiful worship tonight. Examine yourself. You get on your knees, get on the dirt, fight through the crowd. Because all that crowd, that, that lady with the issue of blood, she was fighting through the crowd. They were just religious. They didn't want any spiritual thing from Jesus. And she got what she cried out for. Yeah. So cry out tonight. Cry out, Lord. I need some fixing here. I need some help in this department. Whatever it is. He hears your heart and he knows you. He knows you're crying. He knows who you are. But he wants to know that you're obedient and that you actually are seeking things out and being honest. And now you've spoke it out. Now I can help. But don't hold back. Cry out to him. Lord, I need fixing. I'm in a bad place. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bless you. Let's all stand as we as we open up our hearts and just cry out to the Lord tonight. Lord, tonight we surrender all that we are. We surrender all that we have. Lord, we lift our voices, Lord, and we cry. 